0: All right. Hey, everybody. We back again. We back. All right. And I'm uh, I'm Spencer. And of course, we have our licensed clinical therapist, Naz.
1: Dr. Bebop and Rocksteady. I don't know which one is which. I'm sorry. Hello, everyone. Dr. Naz.
0: Good for you. Uh, this is the Different Spectrums podcast. Where we talk about movies, shows, and the mental health aspects that surround them. We also like to have some laughs, so don't take us too seriously.
1: I do. It's up to you.
0: Nice. Uh, Also, don't forget to run up those likes for us. We'd really appreciate it. And on that note, please also check our Spotify polls. They help with engagement as well as kind of gets an idea of what you're feeling throughout the pod. So go check them out. Check them
1: out. Have some fun.
0: There you go. Have some fun. fun. (laughs) Have some fun clicking on the polls. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Do you like murder? (laughs) Do you like murder? Yes or no?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we arrest people. Uh, so, (laughs) uh, So for today, we are checking out the Lego movie. Great. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Yeah. Everything is awesome. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about parents uh, breaking free of rules or norms, and then also knowing that everyone is special.
1: You're special. You're, you're special. special. So my father comes to me. He said you're real special. You know that, right, now. I said, yep. <laughs>
0: yep. You
1: want a special one. <laughs>
0: You look so proud as they were putting the <laughs> helmet on. So uh Nuz, anything before we get into the show.
1: Uh well, let me find my helmet first. <laughs>
0: no, well, it's the biggest helmet. <laughs> um
1: uh yeah, check this out. Obviously we're super nerds, both of us enjoy Legos. I think a lot of people enjoy this movie in general. Uh it's pretty popular. Lego movies, Lego Batman, all the Lego video games. I think there's like at least, like, seven of them. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um And we know this is a highly done recreational-like activity, right, hobby for a lot of folks that are on the spectrum. So for those of you Lego nerds, strap it I was going to say strap it on. Right. Let's strap in. <laughs> Let's strap
0: it in. Strap, on. strap it on, folks. <laughs> We're about to get into it. Let's Get, get into it. what?
1: <laughs> Let's get in there. Um, but no, all jokes aside, uh, excited. To kind of talked about this, uh, especially <clears throat> just nerd about Legos. But um, we talk about family, conformity, norms. But I think this time we're going to talk about uh, some individuality as well, and kind of how to navigate that um, without some of these societal pressures and norms uh, that many <clears throat> of us deal with, whether you're neurotypical, or neurodivergent. It doesn't really matter. So we'll get into that um all right let's have some fun
0: hey everyone i wanted to give a special shout out to our collaborator two nerds candle company not only do they have great products but they are also giving back to a great cause you can tell that they take a lot of pride in making their candles my favorite is spock's monday coffee They are also donating 10% annually to support Women in STEM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. You can use our code DSP or go to our link tree to get 20% off your entire order. We think that this company is great, and we think you will too. So go check them out.
2: Back from the dead, Brikowski? Well, you're too late. Skeletrons, get it. move (laughs) you see your friends oh they're finished my world is almost finished the last thing I need to do is finish you no stop please if you do one more thing I'm gonna unleash my secret weapon your secret weapon yes it's called the power of the special that sounds dumb alright here it comes my secret weapon is this What is that? Is it super small? I don't see anything. It's my hand. I want you to take it. You want me to take your hand off? No, I want you to join me. Look at all these things that people built. You might see a mess. Exactly, and a bunch of weird, dorky stuff that ruined my perfectly good stuff. Okay, what I see are people inspired by each other and by you. People taking what you made and making something new out of it. Finn, did you make all of this?
3: The people... Are trying to stop President Business from using the Craggle.
2: What's the Craggle?
3: Um, it's in there. In here.
0: business is the bad guy if
2: if the construction guy
0: said something to president business what would he say
2: guy you are the most talented most interesting and most extraordinary person in the universe and you are capable of amazing things because you are this special and so am I And so is everyone. The prophecy is made up, but it's also true. It's about all of us. Right now, it's about you. And you still can change everything.
0: everyone before we get into the show please check out our collaborator bubs naturals they sell a variety of health and wellness products including collagen peptides mct oil powder coffee apple cider vinegar gummies and other amazing products go to bubsnaturals.com and use our code DSP20 to get 20% off your entire order and with that let's get into the show ready when you are
3: <laughs> <I'm ready
1: laughs> now,
0: I can't see your face so yeah. alright <laughs> and we are back
1: we're back and we're live
0: <laughs> uh, <In> a... <laughs> I don't know what costume the, mask this
1: is but it's uh, the devil I don't know it,
0: it looks like an Asian gang's uh, dungeon yeah. room mask Some
1: type of, my boy said what it was I don't know what it is
0: kabuki mask all right so (laughs) we're back and uh yeah naz is dressed as a as a demon
1: as a snaggletooth demon
0: yep finally finally showing those real teeth i like them (laughs) (laughs) well as you know folks halloween is around the corner and we're very festive here at the different spectrums podcast so you're welcome Yes. Nobody else got that memo, aka me, but you know what? That's fine. <laughs> we just need one person in a mask at That's a time, it. I guess. That's
3: it. That's it. <laughs> All right. So <laughs>
0: uh before we get into it, uh please go check out our collaborators. Uh we have Bubs Naturals, Cure Hydration. Silver Dollar Candle Company, Pinfinity, Two Nerds Candle Company, and then also Cat and Raven Company. Uh, You can get up to 20% off if you use our code DSP or DSP20. Or you can go by our link tree and click on one of those and see how much you can get off of your order. Yeah,
1: it's also in the caption of like every podcast
0: hey there you go so go check out our great collaborators um also don't forget to check out our merch you're different but not less
1: not less you're not less we're really excited spencer's worked on some new stuff for those of you from michigan uh detroit or just like the colors blue purple which are fabulous colors um go check those out yeah we'll start making a post about them tomorrow
0: Yes. So go check him out. And uh, if you are a fan of certain sports teams in Michigan or in Minnesota, go check them out
3: because they're do pretty
0: my, special. Do my, do my. All right. So with that long, long introduction, yeah. uh, <laughs> we are checking out the Lego movie today. Um so if you don't know the Lego movie, it's all about this character, Emmett, who looks like he's just like this plain construction guy. But he's a special, he's a, a prophecy foretold of a special
1: yep. and
0: that's Emmett. And so um, and so now he's trying to find a way to, you know be the special um, around all of these different people who look like they have all these unique talents of master builders, as they call them, that can create things just by like sight and memory and make all these cool um, uh, vehicles and things like that, while Emmett can only make a double-decker couch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Damn. <laughs> it's a double-decker couch. I know, right? That's all I can make. Um, yeah. And it's it's a great story of following, uh, I guess, norms and how sometimes we sometimes we need people around us who uh, break us out of our kind of normal modes um, and kind of give us to be a little bit more creative. And I love the story. Uh, I love the directors too. It's by uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, uh, the two guys who made Twenty One Jump Street. Okay. So. Pretty great, pretty great. Um, But yeah, so uh, in the scenes that we checked out, or in the scene, uh, we have President Business. uh, Who's the bad guy? (laughs) The white man. Mm -mm.
3: uh,
0: Played by Will Ferrell. And it's the ending of the movie where um, Emmett's about to face off against President Business and instead of fighting, it's more about having a talking you know, and we get these flashes of, you know, the Legos and then in person of what's actually happening. Um, and we see that Will Farrell's character is, you know, he's all about business and he's all about, you know, keeping to that conformity and not bending the rules at all. Um, and they use this thing called the craggle, aka crazy glue, to stick all of the Legos there so you can't take them apart or anything. They have to always... Stay the same, yeah. uh, yes, and so, um, kind of it. This scene, I, I really like this scene because it really kind of opens up about, um, for me at least, it opens up about how, um, Your daddy issues. We want, yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, well,
1: that's a whole box of shit. We need some crazy, that's movies. a whole
0: different show. <laughs>
1: that's a whole different show. I've been hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry. Um, but
0: I liked it because um, the dad kind of realizes that um, his son is not happy um and so now he has to see from another viewpoint um kind of what's going on and now he sees all of these different signs that are posted being like do not touch stay away and stuff like that and now he's kind of pushing his we kind of see that he's pushing his son away um instead of kind of bringing him together building Legos which they should build Legos with your kids people do may save their lives I don't know thank you um it could, could
1: also be. kill him if they eat it
0: all right well <laughs> yep. and let's, let's be honest Legos are expensive like that dude had a whole basement yeah like that was crazy yeah they're yeah.
1: fluent they're, they're they got I'm about to uh, wait, that's the house you robbed <laughs> my dad's got a whole Lego set what's the address
3: what, what, what kind of Lego <laughs> Seventy-five twenty-five
1: 25 Northwestern Ave oh, okay yeah. mm-hmm
3: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we also kind of have uh, Emmett, the main character, um, talking to Dr. Business and telling him that you don't have to be the bad guy.
1: You don't, you don't have
0: to. You don't have to do that. Um, so, Nas, what does this clip kind of look like in real life? We saw real life, but what does it look in real, real life? In, re- in, re-
1: in real IRL.
0: An IRL, the IRR <laughs> in one, real real life, <laughs> the, the
1: real real no, <laughs> in in <no>. live action. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> now, how do you work as a therapist? I don't
0: know. I don't. I don't, I don't get it myself. <laughs> I don't
1: get it myself. I actually just pull out Legos and we just talk through them.
0: Wow, look at that.
1: In actuality, uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this is probably, you know, the dad mm-hmm. being very harsh and critical. I think the word would be critical, um, mm-hmm. perfectionistic, uh, strategic, more militant on a lot of things. And I and I think that messes up a lot of my students. I mean, I mean it teaches them. Uh, I get some parents are going to want you do it this way, that way, this way. And, you know, it's my way, the highway. Like, I get a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also, like, a certain amount. It's been a while since I have watched this movie. We be yep. shooting this pie right now, you know. One of the homies, one of the homies, dropped out on us. You know, we, we supposed to have a guest, but now, now we start doing Legos. Uh, and so I think, all jokes aside, like this is a wonderful movie. It's just been a while since I've seen it. Um, yeah. I think that clients that go through a training like that a growing or maturation childhood like that, by the time they mm. get to the university level, dude, they're they're wound up, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And in undergrad, they're grinding, they're grinding, they're grinding, and then they start freaking out because this ain't high school. This ain't Kansas anymore. Mm. Shit's hard. And you're taking some hard classes. You're meeting a lot of people. There's a culture shock. You're living with someone you don't know. You know, they're weird. They're drinking. They're they're super chill. Maybe they're avoiding Who knows? It's just a lot of shit to deal with. The dining room court food fucking sucks at, at the collegiate level. Uh, it's just a lot. And so with that change and with all of that pressure from the family, it can be very overwhelming. And one little crack, one little small thing can derail <clears> everything, lead you into a massive panic. And then as soon as you start to do poor and you're not used to doing poor with a father like that or a mother like that, woo, that can lead to some major spirals of, worthlessness, shittiness, uh, suicidality if it goes on long enough because you're like, I can't take this home to dad. Right. You know, I got some of my kids that are like international and they be like, I can't can't go back to China or, you know, somewhere in the Middle East, you know, Korea, any of the Asian countries, India. I can't go back. Like, Hmm. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, you'll get a job. They're like, you don't understand. I'm not getting no job. Like, you have to have a higher degree. Hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. Like you don't understand, if I get kicked out, then I get kicked out of the country. So there's like a lot of pressure that's different for a lot of folks. I think Spence, this resembles in different ways, uh, first generation students that maybe come from more impoverished areas, black, brown, indigenous, right, BIPOC, um, that there might be some pressure, but the pressure is like internal. You want to do this to make people proud. You're trying to change economic statuses for your family, your lineage, everything. Like it's a big fucking deal which right. leads to a lot of that perfection. Which well, it leads to you using that cement glue, or what is it called? Crazy glue. Um,
0: yep, crazy glue.
1: So perfectionism is tough. And with increased anxiety, increases obsessiveness, so more OCD-like tendencies. OCD is mm-hmm. an anxiety-based disorder. So if you're already more anxious and then you start to get really OCD on something obsessive, it's probably going to be most likely negative thoughts. Those negative thoughts are going to tank your mood. You're going to keep studying and grinding. You're not going to retain shit. You're not going to sleep. It can get real real weird real quick. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're not in school. It's going to manifest in a different way of perfectionism. Um, Real good example. We are going to do a podcast on the Netflix show Sex Education, uh, relatively Mm -hmm. soon, hopefully. And one of the characters, first three seasons, the dad is the principal, and he is, like, on his son's ass all the time. Mm. Like, it is nuts. And his son's kind of like, he's not the smartest dude. Let's just be real. He's not that smart. Uh, mm-hmm. But he never gets the ability to, like, fail. And so he becomes, like, a dropout and an idiot and cheating, and he never tries because even if he does try, he's never going to impress his dad.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There's just no room for growth. It's just failure. It's so regimented and strict. And with parents like that, it becomes very abusive. Um, mentally, emotionally, sometimes physically, but mentally, emotionally, you leave that thing feeling like shit. Or you leave that thing thinking that you're pretty good, but you always still feel like everything you do isn't shit. So you come to my office, I'm like, you're doing good. And they'll be like, you're full of shit. I'm like, but look, you're getting bees. And they're like, I'm about to kill myself. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> I should get ride real deep. <laughs> no, uh, you know pretty good,
0: dog. Uh no, I'd kill for a, I'd kill for a beer right <laughs>
1: I know. i kill for a B right now. Student, like I'm I'm not gonna finish with it, but student like I'm not doing well.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Um so it depends. So this movie is a pretty good ebb and flow of what happens mm-hmm. with this kid. He's feeling the effects, just getting sideways, getting real weird. I'm sure he's gonna mm-hmm. internalize a lot of this later in life if it was to keep going. But as we get into the next phase of the episode or the scene, looks like he makes some headway with the dad. Yep. Um so I'm gonna kick it back to you real quick and then we'll go into the uh, the next questions you got. Um yep. do they talk about the kid at all during the movie and like do they make it seem like he's like feeling real weird or bad or sad or unintelligent or like what's the kid's vibe in here?
0: I mean, the kid's vibe is always like he's kind of scared to uh, be down in the basement um, and messing with his dad's stuff. But he does it anyways because he wants to get that creativity out and play with Legos. Um, There's nothing anything like specific. He's like there's like one part probably like a little bit before this where the dad is just kind of like. No, 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 you're not supposed to like put this here and this over here. um, and they starts kind of and they starts uh, breaking everything apart and putting it back to where it was supposed to be, right, um even though, like, you know, Legos are like meant for kids and stuff like that, you know, um, correct And there's and you know what, and if you are an adult, like you know us, we I love Legos and stuff yeah. like that. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to um, keep my my kids away from uh, being able to play with them either, because it's it's not just about me in that situation. It's also about, you know, my kid and letting them have their creativity and fun come out, too. So, um,
1: yeah. Okay, so. He goes downstairs, dad's like, well, you know, he's freaking out. He doesn't want to go into that area. Why? Because he is freaked out that he's going to harm his dad in some Mm -hmm. way, and so his dad's going to be triggered, lash out, be Mm -hmm. punitive. So that's what a lot of folks will come to at the school. Some Mm -hmm. of them will try, 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 do actually very well, but that fear of failure will cause them to start avoiding things. Mm -hmm. Because when there's more and more anxiety, some folks will go into avoidance. Mm -hmm. We we all need a little bit of pressure and stress. That helps us do shit. But when it gets too much, a lot of us will shut down and run away, and we'll procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. And then you would be like, I just can't focus. I just can't focus. Well, you can't focus because you're, you're afraid to fuck this up. Mm-hmm. And you're afraid of what's going to happen when you mess this up. And you're afraid what will be the fallout, so what happens, but then also how will you be able to recover when you mess this up? Mm-hmm. So the fear of failure or letting someone down is immense, immense thing to deal with. And so it's just easier for folks to avoid, unless thus you never really have to be like, oh, I'm, I'm stupid. I used to do that. I used to avoid a lot of shit, Spence, because I'm like, oh, if I procrastinate, then I'm I'm, I'm too big. I got dyslexia, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. um, the reason why I never corrected any of my papers in undergrad, never went back and rewrote or like edited. Oh, my God, I can't believe I never edited these papers. The teachers had to be like, this fucking kid's illiterate.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They're like, they, they had to have been. And then I got to graduate school, and they're like, nah, you're not fucking stupid, man. I'm like, yeah, I know that. What you about to say next, though? I feel like there's a button there. Though. I'm like, what you about to say? you you about to call me stupid, mm-hmm. ain't you? And they said, You're not stupid. Look at all the research that you put into these articles, into these papers. You do the most research out of every single student in your graduate program. I'm like, Oh, shit. They said, Obviously, you're compensating because your writing feels fucking terrible.
0: You need to go to the <clears> writing <throat>
1: center. You need to start reading this shit and editing. They're like, Do you actually read this shit? I'm like, Nah.
3: What read? What?
1: Because why would I read it if I know I fucking suck at writing? Just turn that shit in, get my D on the paper, get my A on the test. I'm Gucci. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, you're better than this. And the teacher goes, you need to do nine edits. What? Yeah, you need to reread your shit nine times. I'm like, Mm -hmm. dog. And then I got Grammarly when I did my PhD, and that helped tremendously, tremendously. Mm -hmm. A lot of edits. Why do I say this? Because I avoided so much work. with the fucked up thing, Spence, is if I would have kept, if I would have actually been a good writer, I probably would have been in medical school. Um, mm-hmm. So would that would have been cool? Yeah, would I would have liked it? I mean, I don't know. I I probably would have never met you, and mm-hmm. everyone else, because you know, if I would have got that 3.8, 3.9 like I needed, probably would have been in mm-hmm. medical school. Um yeah. But I just could not write, dude. It was so bad. It was so bad. Some of us just don't get services. So, besides the point, um, it caused me to avoid a lot of things and just turn shit in and then focus on other things, which is a good skill to learn. Focus on the things that you're good on, shit that you're not good on. You know, hey, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Like, just turn it in. But for a lot of folks, they just completely avoid everything that's really hard, and a lot of things are really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. So this movie, The Boy, triggered from Dad because of the perfection, but a lot of folks, the dad demands. The the no way, man. <laughs> it could represent just society in general. Um for folks that are neurodivergent, uh right, autism, ADHD, bipolar, uh, transgender, any other things, man. Um uh any neurological issues, whatever it is. Hey, yeah, whatever it is. The real world is fucking hard. The real world is extremely fucking hard. And so if your brain doesn't work in certain ways, it's going to be really hard to operate. And so it might force you. This pressure to operate and conform into society should be protected by the, you know, ADA laws, Americans with Disabilities Act. But, like, that shit doesn't always apply, and people don't always have the services or money to get, like, uh, accommodations. If you do have accommodations, some schools can't afford them. It's a whole thing that pressure to be perfect to make it, especially as brown and poor in America, yeah, it's suffocating. And it's tough. And a lot of people will just quit. And a lot of men of color will drop out mentally of school and we will go into doing stupid shit.
3: Mm.
1: And when, when we get depressed, we don't get suicidal like a lot of other folks. We get homicidal. Right. So it's death by... Bi- uh, suicidality through homicidality, so we'll talk, start talking shit, getting into fights, get in a dangerous position, start over-drinking, kind of hoping that something happens and we don't have to deal with it anymore, because we know someone's going to take us out. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting with me, because i will be, be pushing the fight. I said, come on, man, let's go. they be like, what? They'd be trying to fight. I ain't fighting no crazy ass. Okay. I used to tell them, I'll take a beat now, boy. I'm like, why would you say that when you're getting ready to fight? I'm just letting you know.
0: <laughs> I can I can get hit very well. Thank yeah. you very much. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot.
1: <laughs> I actually don't. I was just very fucking suicidal. Um,
0: yeah, I
1: yeah, think things were weird. So, mm. I actually think this scene meant much more than what I originally thought in the beginning. It could be a parental figure, it could be an auntie, an uncle, it could be an entire mm-hmm. culture, could be an entire. Um, geographic, like population, societal norm. And it could be many different things, or it could be your own mind shitting on you because of the obsessive compulsive issues and what you think you should. Good scene, Spencer. Oh, thank you. His boy. All
0: right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right. Yeah. So um, how would you work with somebody who um, is going through what's happening in this scene? Give up. Okay, well, and that's the show. Different spectrums pad. <laughs> collaborators, we're out. <laughs>
1: Go good luck, my mother.
0: Short but sweet.
1: Short but sweet. Um it depends, man. Uh yeah. For some folks, it's getting back to basics, aka like mm-hmm. what what what's good? What makes you feel good? Why are you here? Why are you in school? Why are you in a mm-hmm. trade program? Why are you just working this job, like What is it all about to you? And how can we break away from some of the things that are going from the family, but also understand that the parents may not hate you. They want the Mm -hmm. best for you. They just might be really shitty at delivery. Mm -hmm. How do we maybe set some boundaries with parents if we can? Oh, but they're paying for this and this and this. Okay. They pay for all this shit, but you're about to drop out anyways. Or you're like, you're suicidal. So I even gonna have no kids. So it depends. Um, the biggest thing is making people believe that they're not complete trash, mm-hmm. then giving them the skills to handle their anxiety because they're probably anxious as shit. So whatever the grounding mm-hmm. techniques are, then we slowly start to get them to invest in things that they enjoy. We make sure that they're eating and sleeping correctly, making sure that they're getting mm-hmm. enough water. You know, because most likely, if they go with a dad like that, Spence, they're they're they're, they're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. They're they're grinding. They're grinding, they're grinding, they're grinding, they're grinding. With someone like me and you, we might like, you know, avoid and just like, fuck, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a depression nap. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're going to be like so obsessed that they will never go to sleep. So then we'll have to talk about sleep and how you need sleep to actually function well. And if you don't, it's actually going to harm you in the long run. So an extra two hours of sleep will actually make you more effective, more efficient, more ethical in your work
3: he's mm, gonna you help
1: go. you, you say, i'm using them using a big boy word now
0: i know you use your little sprinkle hands there I, like I, ethical. I mean,
1: uh, ethical you know i'm, I'm using my <laughs> my letter words i learned in my college school
0: <laughs> spell it
1: f i didn't even go on there ethical <laughs> e f football <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. They're like, he (laughs) done. Yep. (laughs) Well, you knew that already. I'm just different.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But not less. But not
1: less. Shout out. (laughs) Buy the hoodie. Um, So there's a lot of steps and expenses. Very convoluted. Um, Yes. You have to start from the basics, work your way up, and then making sure that they're not killing themselves going towards perfection.
0: Right. And so... How would you talk to somebody who wants to still, because you probably deal with this all the time, somebody who wants to get their creativity out, but yet it is kind of being suppressed now. It could either be by parents, society, whatever. Um, how do you kind of get people uh, that are on that creative side to kind of let it out, even though they're kind of being told no? You
1: like Peter Spence?
0: I do. I do like pizza.
1: Yes. Would you eat it all day? Would you eat it three meals a day for the next 10 years?
0: Probably not. No.
1: you tired of it real quick, wouldn't you?
0: hmm Yep.
1: Those are the people I know that work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. Usually so sick and tired of it, they ask me, what's the point of all of this? Right. What's the point? What What's the end goal? What's the job? I'm not even happy. I don't even see myself being it. I hate everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, what's the point of even existing?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, without sprinkling in a little bit of fun, a little bit of mm-hmm. self care, a little bit of drawing, the sitcoms, uh, skateboarding, basketball, communication, cooking, I don't care what it is, cross stitch, sprinkling mm-hmm. in something that brings you joy, hanging out with friends and talking nothing about something, something about nothing, there has to be something more than just the work. Mm hmm. It has to be. I, the end all goes to get the job that you want. I get that. And you got, like, miles to feed. I, you know, I get that. But if you're eating that same thing all day every day, bro, you ain't going to make mm-hmm. it to the end. So yeah. the biggest thing is making sure they implement something. Right. They got some special interest, bro. They didn't just go through life with the, the, the deflectors on. You're not a fucking horse with those little mm-hmm. blinders on. That way they're just running the yeah. racetrack. That's not it. I remember one of my boys, um, who's messed up, man. He was an international kid, man, from India, and they said, "I was in the school now. It's so competitive, and they don't. You don't get to do nothing, nothing creative, no art, no music. There ain't no gym, man. You just learning math, engineering, reading. That's it. Just science. It's just STEM. That's it. All just STEM. And they're pumping well, and turning out these kids, and then they're taking these big tests to get placements into what like schools or universities are coming to America." And he's like, there is no identity development. You are this. You are going to become this educated individual that's going to become a lawyer, engineer, uh, scientist, right? That, that, that's what you are, a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can strip away almost all of your identities, bro, because you will just be this one thing. I am a machine to learn. And the depression I've seen from that shit, homie, is tough.
0: Yeah.
1: That boy looked at me, and he didn't have nothing, man. No joy, no nothing. And and, and these boys, man, these women, these people, these humans, these kids, it's hole-crushing to watch them, to know that they, they got nothing. No joy, mm-hmm. nothing. And so to sit with me, and then I have to literally beg them to change. Because if you don't change, <laughs> your, your time's up. And... Yeah. Because you're going to drop out you're going to be depressed or suicidal. So I usually have to hit them with the truth, and then they'll start to do a little bit, you know, little small things, right, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then they'll, like, get a little bit of joy. But then, as soon as you tell someone, Spence, to get that little bit of joy to do something, I got to study. So they usually feel guilty that they did something joyful. Right. Like, oh, I took these vacation days, you know, but... I got about 50 emails to answer and I let a bunch of people down or like when people of color take, uh, because people of color with these high degrees and educations and all that shit, we don't want to take days off because people will think that we're not working hard enough. We want to make sure that we are fucking really good at our jobs. That way you can't say nothing. Yeah, That's the pressure to be perfect being Brown. And a lot of people will say it's like Brown women. Right. And I get that. Um, But also Brown men. Are seen even more aggressive or more ignorant or dumb. And so for us, I'm telling you, it's another step up um, to fight through some of these things. So we won't take sick days, vacation days, where I see my white counterparts taking days off all the time. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker, they don't ever work. Yeah. But it, is Karen working? Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell? I ain't seen Bobby in a month. Where the hell Bobby at?
0: Bobby's always missing. I don't know he where wrote, he
1: is. A motherfucker stole my sandwich. <laughs>
0: Bobby's okay. stealing.
1: Steal. I get he broke. Got my sandwich.
0: <laughs> Dang, his dad always be selling propane and propane accessories. Can't buy him nothing.
1: It's
0: <laughs> terrible.
1: Shit. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to the King of Hell
0: shout out to king one of my favorite
3: lines
0: (laughs) is when was it dale i think it's dale um
3: yeah
0: he was like he's talking as he was just like pocket sand it's one of my favorite lines in the show he just has a pocket full of sand and uses it if he needs to blind somebody there
1: you go boy
0: hey it's it's great when (laughs) in doubt
1: well pocket sand it reminds me of the scene from uh, he said, I got a pocket dog. What the hell movie was it where he had a pocket in his hot dog? Or a... A,
0: a pocket in his hot dog? What's yeah. the what do a, a word Smith? He had or a, you? He had a, a
1: pocket dog, a in pocket my hot
0: dog. dog. I got a pocket I dog. To tell you, a pocket.
1: <laughs> who is it that always had a pocket dog? Oh, it's from the league. Oh. It's the crazy Arab dude from the league, yeah, who plays oh, yeah. like the crazy dude in Big Mouth.
0: He plays a crazy dude in everything. In
1: everything. I love that fucking and he's always eating yeah. pocket dogs. They're like, where'd you get this hot dog and why is it so warm?
0: <laughs> don't worry <laughs> about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> want a pocket dog? I don't want a fucking pocket dog. <laughs> um, Ew. Uh but it's just intense. And so Yeah. I can get someone to take that time off, but then convincing them to like relax and chill is even hard for me. Fox right. color is extremely hard, right? It's just hard, man. Yep. Yeah. It um, is. So it's about rewiring the training that you've done to make mm-hmm. sure that you just want to exist. Because eating that pizza every day, all day, going to work every day, all day, you lose your identity. And yep. it'd be like some of my undergrads. And some of my graduate students, they be like, shit, man, I did nothing but school and undergrad. And now I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I'm free of my parents. Forget that. I'm going to go, like, date. Let's go, mm. boy! Hop on that tender now. I'll take the pics. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> yep. Damn, man, that's too much tush now. <laughs>
0: Put the thing away. A little, little less ass. All right,
3: thank <laughs> you. Appreciate ass. it. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: <laughs> Be back at it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's so fun, like coaching them through that. And you know, they're like, oh, it's gonna distract mm-hmm. me from all my school work." I'm like, "Hey, man, you couldn't focus anyways because you was depressed as shit." So, like, hey, let's have a little bit of fun. Right, you know, make sure you being safe now,
3: mm-hmm. and you are drinking
1: <laughs> safe, and you having fun, right? I don't be doing no crazy shit. Right, I'm gonna get the boogers sugars. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know what that is, that is the uh oh my God. cocaine.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you know what, educational
1: <laughs> education, because in case anyone offers I'll, I'll you boogers sugar. <laughs>
0: Say no. Hey, want some sugar? <laughs> Say no. <laughs> Say no.
1: <laughs> Say no to the sugar. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Don't get diabetes through the nose.
1: <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. Uh, yeah, it, it's tough. So there's a couple different realities that I gave you um, about right. what I deal with, what I see, and kind of yeah. how to triage up. Then also the difficulties mm-hmm. that I have as a therapist making them stay in that po- place of comfortability. Right, right. Yep. Okay. Um. Mm. What about you, boss? Well, when, when, when have you been like, I don't like how <laughs> I have to act. I don't like these rules. I don't like this specificity of how I'm supposed to be this day, that day, work, class, right, whatever, M- masculine or feminine roles.
0: It's most of my jobs, honestly, that I do. Um, most of them that it's it's weird it's kind of like that feeling of like they they say like hey you're your own boss you can you know you do your own thing right but then you know if i do something wrong then they're like why would you do that you know
1: no 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 don't do
0: that i mean you do
1: whatever you want don't don't do that
0: that's what i'm saying it's like it's they're trying to act like it's kind of like wearing like a like a dog collar that shocks you once you go past like your fence you know like technically you're free to roam about wherever you want but if you go past the yard i'm definitely gonna shock your ass like you know and you're like well then what the fuck's the point why, why wouldn't you just have a fence up then why would not you just give me these rules Before, and man. tell me hey Yeah. Just give me something. If you want me to go by rules, then lay those rules out. I can't follow every single rule that you don't tell me because I don't know them. Right. And so um, that's one big thing for me that I've always seen, um, especially in retail and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, do your own thing. But at the same time, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, then. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching our show today. We just wanted to take some time to give a special shout out to our collaborator, Cat and Raven Design. They are a small queer-owned business that specializes in LGBTQ plus pride soaps. They have great designs, some that even look good to eat, but don't. You can get 10% off your entire order if you use the code DSP or go to our link tree. Help support this great small business and help give back to a great community. Hey, hey, this is your co-host, Spencer, and I'm bringing you a special message from our collaborator, Silver Dollar Candles. They have great scents to go with great messages, just like Best Dad Ever, True Crime and Chill, and my personal favorite, when this candle is lit, give me that d- You can also make your own candle and message that fits you. So go use our link in our link tree to get your order placed with Silver Dollar Candles today. Well, I'm gonna, you know, chastise you. Um, that, and then it's also like, um, if it, it's, it they can't come out and say it overall, but it's like I can't just be, um, you know, quote unquote, like manly or anything, right? I. <laughs>
3: it did it it. again
1: for everyone that knows that for some reason spencer's computer that's a mac and it's zoom whenever he does facial or like hand gestures it just dropped confetti down that was awesome it was a serious moment too
0: it was and then it got ruined of course thank you Zoom. i know if
1: you have settings on for hand gestures it could also be that too
0: i want to i want to know all the hand gestures so that i can do them and (laughs) then. And then won't do it when I want them to, but it's fine. Um, nope, that one not work. Why did white stuff hit your face?
1: <laughs> Next question.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, that and then it's like you know, I, I just don't like it when people helicopter me when I'm working and things mm-hmm. like that constantly telling me like oh you should be doing this you should be doing this it's like i'm sorry this is this is a redo I, I you know and i know that it's i i'm not a person that walks up to people and just sells like you know i'll ask somebody how their day is going and things like that but i'm not going to hard just thing. yeah i'm not gonna hard sell them why because i hate people that do that I really do. So, I'm not going to do that to somebody else. And people that really try to make you do that, they're like, well, we have to hit a goal and shit. I'm like, first of all, you're going to hit your goal. And if you don't, it's not because I didn't do it. It's because, you know, people just didn't want to buy shit. Yep. So.
1: Maybe money, finances, or the product. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah.
0: And so... Um, that's been kind of my uh, my experience with especially retail. It's like when people helicopter me, I I actually don't want to work and I don't want to sell for you. I actually feel like I am not going to do anything for you because you're being kind of an asshole. Um, yep, and that's been like my you know experience and stuff. And those are kind of the things that I kind of take a little bit personal. Um, you know, because I'll work hard for you. I'll do all that stuff but at the same time like if you constantly telling me i'm either doing something wrong or you know not doing well then i'm like well then what's the point like you said and that's how you brought it up Is like why am i going to act like i can do anything right when i know i can't you know so you avoid
1: so. you shut down so literally literally exactly what this lego movie scene was Spencer. exactly you're so not afraid to fail anymore. It's not about you're being Mm -hmm. afraid. You're just sick of failing and feeling like shit. So you're like, what's the point? Everything I do is wrong. So why would I go in there? So now I'm just going to avoid having these conversations and sure that we're slowly, I'll probably quit or you'll probably fire me Mm -hmm. because you never really guided me, gave me the information. You can correct me, but you never gave it in a way to affirm and validate me, to push me to do better, to maybe point out two positive things, one refinement. Um, Right. There's yeah. a way to get someone to change without being like, no rules. This is what we're doing. Go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah. And I think that also comes with, like, I understand, like, there are tons of people that work in certain places and you yeah. can't, you know. And sometimes you you treat people the same way that everyone you're treating everyone else. But that doesn't help people who actually want to, you know, who actually already see themselves in a certain way and know that... Like for me, for example, sometimes I'm my worst critic because I can really point the shit. Like I know I'm doing something wrong. I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, And then I kind of internalize that and I do it and I beat myself up over it. Right. I don't need you to come in and then tell me I'm already doing something wrong. Just tell me what I could do better next time. And then, you know, we can go from there yeah. and things like that, you know? Um, But yeah. And I think, like you said, it's, it's all, I think it's more about, treating every person a little bit differently than just the same person over and over again.
1: Correct. So in this scene, he talks about like everyone's a special and every human is special. And so we need to realize that you don't just treat people the way you want to be treated because that's the way you want to be treated. Or that's the way you were treated. And so treating people the way you were treated is just re-traumatizing people. That's not Mm -hmm. very efficient or effective or equitable, keyword equitable. We don't want equality to treat everyone the same. You treating everyone like shit, that don't work. Right. Well, Bobby responds to being treated like shit. Well, maybe someone need to talk about Bobby, about you know the trauma, because being treated like shit ain't a good thing. Oh, um, so getting to know the individual and pushing and motivating them in the positive ways. You want a wonderful example of this, folks? On how to mm-hmm. love someone in the team as a supervisor? Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. You want to watch something cool from Minnesota? Mighty Ducks. There's certain ways to push people Mm -hmm. with also love, support, validation. Certain ways to coach people into doing things. I mean, remember this, folks. Whenever your parents tell you to clean your room, you don't want to clean the damn thing no more. So there's ways to get people to do things well. I mean, clean your room, damn it, right? You keep badgering, you badgering, you badgering, you never want to do it, right? It makes you actually dig your heels in more. I
2: don't like y'all, man. I don't like y'all, man. Come on, hmm. down, man. I'm crying now,
1: man. You know that's how you act. I mean, that's <laughs> how I act. Drama. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> hashtag trauma.
1: That's a drama. Hashtag trauma. <laughs> um... So as we we talk about everyone being special, right, there's certain specialty buttons to get us to become these master builders. And not all of us are really good at some things, and some of us are really good at other things. And so it gets into that mm-hmm. thing, of Spencer we we always talk about. Not everyone on the spectrum is going to be a genius. Not all mm-hmm. of them are going to be an engineer, a mathematician. Not all of them are going to be savants in reading and music, arithmetic, or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Um, some of us, most of us gonna be average ass folks, and we'll have a special interest of like sports or names, dates. Maybe some of us will just like really like music. Maybe some of us will like certain animes. But like, there's not who knows. Um, there's no monolith of what autism looks like or what anyone looks like. So to push everyone the same over and over and over really doesn't allow them to grow because maybe they like other things.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Allow your child to experience many things. Allow your student, uh, mentees um, to experience some things and guide. Ask questions. Ask questions on how they get consent. Consensual. It's all consensual. But real shit. Consent is like a big deal when you're pushing someone. Like, how do you want to be treated? How do you want to be talked to? Like, how do you want me to push you? How do you want me to navigate you? I tell people in this therapy, you the boss. You the boss. You the boss, man. What do you want me to fucking do to guide you into this? Do you want me? I told one student. I said, you don't do well with love. And like got Mason, You want me to just yell at you? Because I I yell at you now. And she just starts cracking up. She was, like, terrified. <laughs> She's like, this working. I'm like, we need to talk about why this is working. Because you fucked up.
3: <laughs> you got problems, girl. We'll you got
1: problems, my girl. You got problems. <laughs> what they do to you? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, yeah, <it's> just so, <laughs> so funny. Um, it's 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 a good time being me as a therapist, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, the conformity shit is intense, Vince. I'm glad you hit all those topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go to a bunch of different shit about me, but folks, folks, folks know enough about me, and we'll switch off of that. Um, okay. We were talking about today. Story time. Um me and my boy were sitting in the office, on, I think on Tuesday. We were just kicking it. Um, because he was like on call and I had like some free time, which never happens. And he was like, Man, who would you want to therapize you in the office? So like who would you want to be like your therapist? And you know, he was listing off some names, right? He goes like this dude. I'm like, this dude? Nah,
3: man. I'm
1: like, nah. He's like, why not? I'm like, I ain't letting that little motherfucker therapize me. What do I look like? Motherfucking five foot five. Therapizing oh, my, my big God. ass like this old white ginger <laughs> ass man. I ain't
0: getting hell no nah, leprechaun, oh, leprechaun your gold. Ass. Ass,
1: man. Oh, I'm sorry folks. Yep, I said it.
0: <laughs> Lucky charm, cereal having ass.
1: <laughs> oh pot of gold motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um he was like, who would you have? I said, this dude here. That's my boy. He's like for mm-hmm. real, like you would have your boy. do it? I'm saying, he pushes people. He's kind with people. He takes no smoke. Philosophical, mm-hmm. also funny. Like, and I uh, just in like larger humans, more prowess, more. I mean, it's this thing, right? I'm a big boy. I might want someone a little bit bigger. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then I also said there's this is other person though. I don't you know, since I I don't really like them. I mean, they're cool. Don't get twisted. But I would never like hang out with them. But them as a counselor, I mm-hmm. be like, man, they love the shit out of me, man. I know they would comfort and soothe me so much.
3: Yeah.
1: But you know, one on one with them is just kind of weird. It just feels like it feels like they're acting nice, like it feels mm-hmm. fake. Yeah. But yeah. it actually is real. But as a therapist, I would like it. But as a human, you know, I like to talk shit, and so I don't know if this person likes to talk shit.
0: Like ha ha, ha. it's like the way they laugh, I'm like ha, ha ha. You're like, ah, that wasn't real.
1: They're just too that nice. Wasn't... They're like the way they look at you, and it's just so nice. I'm like. You nice want somebody who
0: could, who could, like, cut you a little bit.
1: Yeah, I want someone to push me. But, <laughs> if like... I needed some love and support and stuff, then I, I would pick this other person. Right. Both of them can do it. And so, why do I bring this up? I think it was just hilarious. So, we hung out today at the house. Um, mm-hmm. Us three therapists. And then the one dude's like, yeah, man, Nas, no, pick you. And he's like, I appreciate you, man. I said, yep. I picked you because you a you're a, <laughs> you're a <pup." laughs> Yep. And then the other dude says he'd pick the uh, little white, little ginger.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, well. <laughs>
1: I'm like, yeah. I like how we both pick males. I was like, okay. Ginger, ginger. I said I'll I pick the other lady, but you know I was attracted to that lady.
0: Oh, uh, she's real. She's good looking. Yeah, those ain't the Sopranos. Can't be.
1: Yeah, and so they therapist. both go. Yeah, I don't know if you should be attracted to your therapist. I said, that's why I didn't have her. That's why I didn't have her do therapy with me. And I said I was about to ask her out, and they said, "No, you weren't." I said, "Man, we was at your your thing in the summer, the little party, and like she laughed at my joke and touched my arm." Oh, I know. I was like, "Damn, we dated
0: <laughs> Well, we technically married now. Shit. Hope you know that.
1: I know, man. I was like, "Shit, I think I'm pregnant." I <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> <laughs> oh, damn girl, shit, she put it on me.
3: <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just one touch of my arm i was sweating bullets i was like
0: i just looked at it
1: she just looked at me i just looked back at my arm
0: she had a grease palm
1: <laughs> oh my god dude i was sweating so bad when she gave me a hug she gave she's like give me a hug and i gave her a hug and i could just feel my shirt like <laughs>
0: of the worst when you're sweating and they're like, oh come here. You're like, no no, no, no. Get your ass away from me. I'm like
1: <laughs> a freshly basted turkey right now.
0: <laughs> it's just like Kramer and Seinfeld when he turned into a turkey and he was waving his little wing. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, motherfucker, how you got gravy on you?
0: <laughs> you bathe in gravy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i sweat gravy, bitch. I'm diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so <laughs> uh, why am I bringing all this up?
3: Oh,
0: yeah, why?
1: What, <laughs> what is funny <funniest> as shit. This funny as shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how weird I am. I'm like, damn, man, we dating. We gonna steady. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's funny because sometimes you you're sizing up your therapist and you want to make sure that they are the person that matches you. And yeah. then that could fit the mold of what you want. So do you want someone that more loving and caring to be opposite of your father? Because if you have someone that resembles your parent, caregiver, guardian, it could be mm-hmm. super weird, man. It could be good, but it could be really triggering and like kind of fuck you up. And you might yeah. transfer all their shit onto the therapist, mm. which if you have a good therapist, they can work on it and talk to you about. Um. So I might get into this in a different pod because this is a really good story for a different time, but I want to get us out of here. Um, yeah. I had a client that, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking, 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 and then they said some stuff, and then I checked him on some things. Not checked him, but I talked to him like, I man, I think he did this wrong.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they defended it, which was fine. And then we had a little talk, and then they just lost it. Mm-hmm. They just lost it, Spence, and they just started sobbing.
3: Wow.
1: And so we might get it into the next pod, but they put me in the role where they thought maybe I think I was the I was the parent. And then mm-hmm. I had rejected them and like was going to leave them or put down put them. And, mm-hmm. and I said, kiddo, I ain't going nowhere, man. I got your back. Mm-hmm. I got your back. You are awesome. And someday you will make someone so lucky. You don't even understand. Mm-hmm. And you are the star of the show. And they tanked. I let them chill for a minute. I got up. I said, you need a hug. And they said, yeah, I would like one. So then we went in the hallway and I gave them a hug and then they took off and they cried all the way down the hallway. Um, So why I say this is because sometimes the parents will fuck you up so much that you'll get triggered because someone may do something and then you'll think that, oh, this is what's going to happen because this is what happened in my past. Not everyone's going to do that. Um, So therapy, therapy, therapy can be therapy. Ther- therapy sponsored by a therapy. Um, therapy can be very therapeutic to finally see something that doesn't reject you automatically. Mm-hmm. Whether you messed up or you think that you messed up, it doesn't matter. We're going to sit and we're going to talk about it. We're going to work it, through it, validate it, and keep going. Therapy can be a very powerful tool just to rewrite all the traumas and shit on moments from the past.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why I wanted to end it on. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, you got this little boy that strapped him on, checked the dad, showed the dad love and said, Hey man, mm-hmm. you can change. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, damn, look at this kid's more mature, more loving than I ever was. Dad gets down, hugs the boy. And what's the mm-hmm. boy say, Spence? He's a hugger. <laughs> he's a hugger.
0: Yeah. That was the most awkward hug I've ever seen in my life. It was. Never in my life.
1: It's like the one I gave it my boy when he left today. I was like, Oh. Yeah, slapped his ass. <laughs> the Good dish. job. Yeah. Good job. Nice Good hanging play. out with
3: you. <laughs> Good play. <laughs>
0: back on the football field. Sorry.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, damn, you got a little jiggle back there, but Now hold up.
3: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> he needs squat. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna end it on that. Oh my gosh. So thanks for joining us, folks. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, go check out our collaborators in our link tree. Uh you can get up to 20% off. Uh and uh you can also check out our link tree. <sighs> do those things. And then also go check out our merch. We have some great things coming up. Great things already on there. Um, once again, on the link tree. But if you're a fan of, you know, Minnesota and Michigan sports teams, you'll love our new, uh, our new, uh, new, I guess, yeah, our new, like, shirts and hoodies that we're coming up with. So go check them out. Um, But, yeah, uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, I'm Spencer. That's nice. This is a
1: different Spectrums podcast. All right, everyone. You know what it is. Much love and take care of yourself or
0: don't. And that shit's
1: up to you. Remember. Okay. Bye. See everyone. And remember, the pod right here that's releasing right here, yeah. right there, right there, yeah. right there, go ahead and check it out. That's the one that's most recommended for you. Yeah. yeah. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace.